Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am the host of Independent Thought. My name is Desmond Price. No matter where you are in the world, I want to thank you for giving me a few minutes of your day to hear my thoughts. As always, we have a great show for you today. Now here are our topics. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Independent Thought. I am once again your host. My name is Desmond Price. In our last episode, I spoke with you all about the different exit poll numbers coming from Super Tuesday. I told you at the end of the episode, which I did ashamedly because the episode was running too long, that I would give you my analysis of why exactly everyone scurried towards Joe Biden in the final hour before Super Tuesday. So one of the polls that I did not mention from that past episode, which was they decided to ask people, where do you get your news from? And they only did this poll in several, in about three states, and 83%, 83 and 86% in these three different states said they did not get their news from Twitter or Facebook. Most of these people are getting their news from the mainstream media. Cable news and print journalism, which is now basically online journalism. The New York Times, the Washington Post, Politico, Newsweek. You know who they are. So the 45 and older crowd gets their information from there. And they vote, unlike our generation, who likes to complain about the things that they have, but only a fraction of us actually care enough to vote. That fraction, I assume, is the fraction who's listening to this podcast right now. There are too many people in the 18 to 45 range who do not vote. It is an issue. So while Bernie Sanders has overwhelming support amongst these younger individuals, it is the older demographic who votes like their lives depend on it, and they trounced us. So what is the plan going forward? How do you break through Joe Biden's support? Because he has the mainstream media, and the mainstream media is going to this 66% block that is appealing to people who are voting in that, in that large voter block. Bernie Sanders is being crushed by the black vote. He's being crushed by the older vote. And those people are coming out in droves. So the first thing to understand is that while I have found all of you, either on Twitter or on Reddit or on Instagram, simply sharing memes and retweeting tweets is not going to be enough. I see on Twitter every single day people getting very enthusiastic, very organized, and talking about what needs to happen in order for things to get better in this country. But the fact of the matter is, is that most of the people who are voting are not on Twitter. 
So all of the energy, all of the excitement, all of the facts that you are dumping out into the world are not being seen by people who are casting ballots on election day. What I'm trying to tell you all is that while it is important to find other voices like yours in places like that, you are doing a disservice to yourself spending all of your time and energy in an echo chamber where your thoughts and all of your calculated data are never going to be heard by the people who need to hear them. Because unfortunately, we are not going to be able to bring out young people in the numbers that are necessary in order to overtake this over this older population, not in this election cycle. Maybe not for a couple of years. You don't just do that kind of thing overnight. In previous episodes, I told you that I thought it was important to go get your non-voting friends to come with you. I still think that's important, but it's not going to be enough. Let's be realistic here. If you're a Bernie Sanders supporter and your goal is to try to find a way to put a dent into Biden's enthusiasm, you need to be a little more creative and a little more strategic. I would have conversations with the guest of this show, Christopher Tracy. Him and I would talk about the 2016 election countless times. And we would talk about how Hillary Clinton was probably the only person who could have lost Donald Trump because she was so unlikable that it took someone of that level to even allow Trump to win in the marginally close way that he did. Now, the one thing that I failed to really think about when I was advocating for Bernie Sanders the last few weeks on this podcast was I didn't take into account the fact that that would also play a role in the Democratic primary because Bernie's not running against Hillary again. So no matter who he's running against, he won't have the same advantage he had last time because Hillary was such a flawed candidate that so many people had true disdain for. When you look at other exit polls, which I didn't name all of the ones I looked at, when you look at other exit polls, from these Super Tuesday states, almost every time that they asked the poll, how do you view Joe Biden, his favorability numbers were off the charts. So unlike Hillary Clinton, Bernie's running against a person who most people like. You at home right now may not like Joe Biden. The person listening to this podcast may not like Joe Biden, but the electorate likes Joe Biden. So... The way forward isn't yelling on Twitter. The way forward isn't trying to diminish Joe Biden, even though I know he has glaring holes in his resume and the cognitive decline thing is very real and it's beyond me that people are overlooking it the way that they are. The only way, in my opinion, that you're going to break through this stranglehold that Joe Biden has on this 66% electorate that he has right now is you need to get in front of these people one way or the other and make the case that it's okay to vote for Bernie Sanders. Because right now, the media has people of that age demographic, 45 and older, completely convinced that Bernie Sanders is not able to beat Donald Trump, okay? The one thing that was consistent across every single thing that we saw was that everyone was convinced right before Super Tuesday 
that you had to vote for Biden because he was the only person who could beat Donald Trump. And watching Amy Klobuchar drop out and Pete Buttigieg drop out and Beto O'Rourke get on a stage in Texas and all of them endorse Joe Biden, that, from what we are understanding now, is what catapulted the 45 and older crowd to think to themselves, okay, everyone's getting behind this guy. I'd need to also. And they did nothing but TV interviews for Joe Biden for the 72 hours leading up to Super Tuesday. And that's where that crowd gets their information from, like it or not. That is where they get that information from. So Joe Biden, from the way that they track this, if they track about how much earned media is what they call it, the time that you spend on the TV in front of news anchors across the major networks. Joe Biden even went on Fox News, which several Democrats were saying that was too far. You couldn't do that back when Bernie Sanders did it a few months ago. But now it's completely okay when Joe Biden does it. But that's beside the point. We know there's no consistency in logic or standards in this race. The point is, is that Joe Biden did what you would refer to as $100 million worth of earned media over a 72-hour period after winning South Carolina. The media is on Joe Biden's side. They are not on Bernie Sanders' side. I'm sure those of you who track what they say on Twitter, you will understand exactly what I'm talking about. So there's a couple different ways to break through that mold. And the question is, how is it done and where is it done? Because if you're like me, you don't want to just give up because the odds are stacked against you. The odds are stacked against us. I'll tell you right now, this looks like a harder fight than last time around was in 2016. And I didn't think that'd be possible given the fact that Bernie has four years of name recognition behind him now. But I think this will be a more difficult primary fight ahead of him. And I'm going to tell you why after the break, along with how exactly we need to move forward and in what ways and where to go. Hey, Indie Thought listeners. Has this past year helped you rediscover your creative and crafty side? Well, then you're going to love our sponsor for today's episode. Bathing Beauties Beads is a full-service bead shop in the heart of downtown Missoula. Whether it's seed beads, semi-precious stones, vintage beads, or just materials to make a project, they have something for every person and every price range. Not from Missoula? Don't worry. They have an extensive online store and they will ship directly to you. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, they'll welcome you and help you make your next project a reality. You can find them online at Bathing Beauties Beads on Instagram and Facebook or at BathingBeautiesBeads.com. And don't forget to use offer code INDEPENDENTTHOUGHT at checkout to save 15% on your order. Betty's Divine is a locally owned boutique on the magnificent hip strip in downtown Missoula, Montana that has been a fixture in the Mountain West since 2005. We have a fondness for vintage-inspired clothing, shoes, and accessories for humans, as well as the real deal found in our vintage department, Divine Trash. Betty's Divine presents a snapshot of Northwest styles with an emphasis on street, skate, surf, and rock and roll culture, as well as Americana classics. 
Alongside a radical selection of clothing, Betty's Divine offers a damn fine array of shoes, jewelry, records, and accessories to satisfy any taste, whatever your age or vibe. You can count on us to prioritize financial, social, and environmental responsibility without sacrificing the look. Visitors enjoy a lovely atmosphere, dreamy tunes, and the best customer service in the West. And you can shop us online at bettysdivine.com. Welcome back from break, everyone. Let's break down what the strategy is moving forward. There are six more contests, well, seven technically, but there are six states that are coming up for primaries come this upcoming Tuesday, March 10th, for Super Tuesday Round 2. Now, let's talk about the states that don't matter first, because I believe that they are relatively out of play. So, Mississippi, regardless of what happens, is going to go to Joe Biden. I, uh, I truly believe that. Uh, if Bernie's lucky, he'll be able to not get absolutely blown out in that state. But the South is probably beyond his reach at the moment, unfortunately. Uh, the best he could probably hope for there is to keep it around 25-26%, maybe get to 30 if he's lucky. We will see. Also, I believe the state of Washington will go to Bernie, as well as Idaho and North Dakota. I don't believe those states are really in play for Joe Biden. I could prove him to be wrong, but we will see in time. The two states I think are the most consequential are Missouri and Michigan, and I think that's where people need to put their focus at right now. There are a lot of people who listen to this podcast that want to know what they can do to get involved or what the next move is. Do not get demoralized. Do not sit there on your hands. The time is now. Now, the first thing that I got to say is that you, if you are looking to get involved, phone canvassing, phone banking, and canvassing are two things that are definitely worth your time. Personally, I have reached out to over 200 people in the last two days in the city of Detroit. And that's where one of the few places I feel like people need to organize their efforts into. If you're someone doing phone banking or if you're going to Missouri or Michigan to do canvassing, Bernie needs to kind of trim some of the default support that is going to Joe Biden in the black community. The city of Detroit in Michigan as well as the cities of St. Louis and Kansas City in Missouri are three huge metro areas that are going to come out in full force come next Tuesday. And I guarantee you the election for those two states will hinge on those three areas, as well as some other key areas in Michigan, as in Flint and Saginaw up you know, north of Detroit. But those three places are where we have huge black population centers and the electorate will be a huge margin from those areas. So if you're going to do any phone banking, for the love of God, call Detroit, St. Louis, and Missouri, and Kansas City. Now, let's focus on Missouri first. Missouri, I got to say, is most likely going to go to Joe Biden, but... The question is, what is the margin? 
Because I don't believe that Bernie can handle another blowout in a big state that has lots of delegates. So he needs to keep that margin close in Missouri. He can't be getting blown out by 30 points in Missouri. He's got to be able, if he's going to lose that race, he's got to lose it by single digits. I truly believe that. I believe, moving on from Missouri to Michigan, that Bernie can win Michigan, but he's going to need to do some serious work in the black community, especially in the city of Detroit, which has close to a million people there. I mean, this is a very big area, and it is heavily populated with the black population. I saw Bernie doing a town hall in Flint, Michigan today. It was very impressive watching Dr. Cornell West speak. I hope that they have many more events like that planned because they're going to need them. Detroit right now, from the people I have talked to, they are just defaulting behind Joe Biden. A few of them that I spoke with, I was able to convince them otherwise, but there is a lot of people in the city and not one person is going to be able to sway enough people over the next 72 hours. But that does not mean that if thousands of people don't call, it can't make a difference. So if you're someone who's doing phone banking this weekend, please call the city of Detroit. That is where you need to spend your focus on. As far as going forward is concerned, if you are living in a state that has not voted yet, it's time to understand that doing things on social media while are important are not enough. Getting in front of the people that you know is more important. I've said in the past that getting out your friends and family who don't vote needs to be a priority. That still needs to be a priority. However, it's not going to be enough to actually get the numbers that are needed. You probably already know Joe Biden supporters. They're probably your parents. They're probably your grandparents. They're probably coworkers that you have who are older than you. That 45 and older crowd is heavily for Joe Biden. And I feel as though conversations with these people that you know in your lives can change that. Because it's obvious from looking at the numbers that Joe Biden's support is soft, okay? If close to 50% of people are making up their minds three days before an election, that's not rock-solid support. That's the support of people who all they care about is beating Trump and someone told them that Joe Biden can beat Trump, so they just ran with it. That is not that formidable, and that can be overcome. But it cannot be overcome by just sitting back on your hands and tweeting about things. That's not going to get it done, unfortunately. I know that a lot of people on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook put a lot of time and energy into debating the facts with other people on those platforms. But my friends, that is not going to be enough. You have to get in front of people in the real world. The world has convinced the older generation that talking about politics is taboo. You've heard it your entire life that you don't talk about religion or politics. Well, what happens when you don't talk about politics is that no one discusses ideas between each other. And when that happens, you basically have to go get your information from a source of quote-unquote authority. And authority in this case is the mainstream media, which is bought and paid for by the very people that we are trying to get over, which is the billionaire class of this country. They have bought and paid for the media a long time ago. They are spewing out the narratives and the older electorate 
is listening every single day and they have no objections whatsoever. They're telling them that everything that they're hearing isn't entirely true. So if we don't have any voices on cable or in the media whatsoever who are going to speak the truth, then you need to speak the truth to the people that you know in your life. I saw today that Bernie was holding several events in senior citizen, um, in, well, with senior citizen groups around Michigan. That is a fantastic idea because it shows to me that he actually understands where he's deficient and what he needs to do in order to make up some ground. And for all those looking to get involved, that's how you can get him. That's how you can best use your time is speaking to this older electorate and just telling them the facts the same way you would do online, but doing it in person. It'll have more power. It'll have more validity. You'll be able to cut through the bullshit that the mainstream media is able to peddle without any real opposition because they never actually legitimately let any kind of progressive supporters come on their show without attacking them relentlessly. I'm sure you've all seen it. So, what to do from here? The first thing is not to give up hope. This is a very long process and there will be a lot more contests after this upcoming Tuesday. But I have to stress, and I cannot say this enough, the next two weeks are the most crucial weeks in the rest of the campaign. Because after Michigan and Missouri and the other four states that vote this upcoming Tuesday, there are four massive states that vote on the following Tuesday, which is Super Tuesday Round 3, as they're calling it. And that is Illinois, Arizona, Ohio, and Florida. Those are all states that are in the top 10 of population in our country, and therefore they are all the top t in the top 10 for the most delegates in the country. The race could be locked up two weeks from now if Joe Biden runs away in those four states. And he has the potential to run away in those four states if Biden wins Michigan and if he blows out Bernie in Missouri. So I cannot stress this enough. These next two weeks are absolutely crucial. So if you believe in the movement that you claim to believe in, if you are really hoping for some change in this country, do not sit on your hands these next two weeks. Get involved. Get involved this week and call people in Detroit and in St. Louis and Kansas City and get ready to start calling people in Illinois, Arizona, Ohio, and Florida because the time is now. The time is now. No more sharing on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. That is not going to be enough people. You need to get more directly involved in several ways to help this candidate overcome the media onslaught that he's facing because the media is not going to stop over these next couple of weeks. So my final takeaway from Super Tuesday, Joe Biden has incredibly soft support. It can be easily overturned. At the end of the day, people just want to defeat Donald Trump. And for those who really don't care if it's Biden or Bernie, you know, be enthusiastic because voter turnout was up across all of these Super Tuesday states. It is very likely that Donald Trump can and will be defeated come the fall. 
The only question is, which vision do we want to have going forward once Trump is removed from office? So if you're someone who supports Bernie Sanders and actually wants to get out there and make a difference, now is the time. Don't be discouraged, but be proactive because now is not the time to be sitting back and just hoping for the best. everyone that is our show for today i want to thank you all for checking out indie thought independent thought is brought to you by your host desmond price you can follow us on twitter at independent thought or at indie i-n-d-e thought so again thank you all for coming and hanging out with me for those of you who found me on iTunes or on Spotify, please go ahead and subscribe to us. Give us a five-star rating. If you give us a four-star rating, I'm inclined to think you're a hater. So don't hate. Thank you so much, and I hope to see you all next time.